Marta and Anna abandon their five children, two partners and one cat to make a show especially for you. An artist, a challenge, a bullshit, a wisdom and a surprise. Tune in and feel the magic of five. Hello everyone, this is Marta and this is Anna and this is You've Got Five Options show. Yay! And we are live, 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 actually live first time in like what, three, three programs? No, I think it's more. Even more? If we calculate that we have, we were supposed to be live, but we're not live. <laughs> ah, okay, you are adding those, uh, those. When is the last time we were live together in May? Ah, you might be right. So guys, really? we are hopefully now live. We don't even want to check because Dennis is showing us the thumbs up, which means we are live. And all irony, exactly when we are live, I made it here to the studio in the last moment, uh, which, yeah, was very stressful. I got lost. What did you do, Anna? Tell us. Well, guys, what did I do? I was coming here to the station because we are coming to the station, I think, sometimes half an hour earlier, sometimes an hour earlier. And I was supposed to be here an hour earlier because we had a very strategic, important meeting that we both had to attend. And uh, I took an earlier train and I had to uh, switch trains and I entered the wrong train, uh, which I have realized after two stations and I uh, got out in. And now everyone in Denmark, apologies for that. Laven, Dennis helped me out. Laven. Leon. That's totally not what I said, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Uh, it's a very gorgeous little village or city. I think it's a village. There is a lake, motorboats, you know, nice hill houses. And I'm like, where the F am I? This doesn't even remotely. Uh, 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 see, I'm still. <sighs> doesn't remotely look like where you're supposed to be? Not at all. Not at all. So, guys, I was just in the middle of nowhere uh, trying to get to the station and I came here seven minutes to two to be here with Marta live on air. And the funny thing is that we are going live today first time in, I don't know, since May. And exactly today I went into the wrong train. And I'm not sure what happened because the train came at the same time and nothing looked suspicious. Yeah, but Marta, I have a surprise for you. Dennis, I have a surprise for you, if you are interested. While trying to get out from that middle of nowhere, I have decided to do something useful because, as you know, I missed that important strategic meeting. So I have installed on our website something that is called a speak pipe, meaning now, our beloved listeners can go on our website, thefiveoptions.com, and record us a voicemail. And we can play it 
on the radio in other shows or even now if I if I would have my computer here which I don't I had only seven minutes and mother nature was calling and I had to have my coffee but guys you can go now to the5options.com and just at the very first spot under our picture you can see a little button and you can record us a message we will receive it and we can play it on our radio say what yes exactly say what we were talking about this for such a long time i was like what the hell will i do in this love leven 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 and i decided to do this so guys we are now having a speak pipe so please leave us a message if you want to send greetings if you agree or disagree with something we said on the radio if you have a life challenge please send us your voicemail it is anonymous because you don't have to give an email uh, you don't have to register no accounts nothing you just press a button record yourself and then if you don't like it you can record it all over again send it and we will receive it what do you say about that this Loven. is so awesome next time when i cannot be in the studio which has not happened yet actually yeah, since not we yet. have been uh, recording this yes i can be sitting and recording a lot of messages so that you have to play me anyway mm-hmm. i was thinking exactly about that marta <laughs> will troll us well we could of course now open it um and and see if someone is actually sending us a message maybe i will be doing that for those of you who are looking at us well actually not looking at us because that would be so weird and stalkerish for the ones who are watching us on tv if i will be looking at the mobile it's because i'm checking if maybe someone have sent us a message via a speed i have to check speak pipe i think it's speak pipe or speech pipe i don't know i was very very lost in this loven so i don't even know what is exactly the name but i have an account i made an account for us we are ready to get your voice on our airwaves and i think that's actually quite fantastic airwaves airwaves no it's not airwaves airwaves we are airwaves? live on air and there are radio waves airwaves yeah i don't know why but when i think about airwaves i think about the chewing gum exactly <laughs> and i thought exactly that when i saw your face because we know each other for more than 20 years and i know exactly what you are f- thinking about yeah Yeah, airwaves. I think you call the radio waves airwaves as well when you are like cool. Um. Interesting. Learning something new every time on this show, which is definitely a, an advantage. Yes, and if if that's not correct, Marta, then uh, we just invented a new word or new phrasing for airwaves. Well, anywho, uh, very interesting introduction to the show. And very relevant since we are going to talk about creativity blockages today. <laughs> oh, nothing can block me. <laughs> I can even take a different train to, to a very known direction. Yes. So, guys, we were supposed to have an amazing guest today mm-hmm. in the studio. Sina Bier, who was already here with us before, like a year ago, maybe even a year ago. Exactly. I think no, that was Cynthia a year ago. Exactly. So I think Sina even more than a year. And uh, she was supposed to be with us here today. Mm-hmm. But even greater emergency than your has happened. So she's unable to be here with us today. However, we are sending a lot of love and light towards you, Sina, right now. 
And we are hoping to have you here on another day. But we wanted you here so much today so that at least we can hear you even though you are not here. Not here so us, yeah. as an artist of the week today, we'll play Sine. So go ahead, Dennis. Superman Music brings to you Artist of the Week. All I am is a man I want the world in my hand I hate the beach But I stand in California with my toes in the sand Cause it's too cold for you here And now, so let me hold Both your hands in the holes of my sweater Use the sleeves of my sweater, let's have an adventure Head in the clouds, but my gravity centered Touch my neck, and I'll touch yours You in those little high-waisted shorts Cause it's too cold for you here And now, so let me hold both your hands in the holes of my sweater. Cause it's too cold for you now. So let me hold both your hands in the holes of my sweater in the holes of my sweater in the holes of my sweater so that was uh, sweater weather sung beautifully by Sina she yeah. actually mm-hmm. sang it uh, originally here at mm-hmm. the studio i mean actually in another address but <laughs> Yeah, but, but like mentally the same space. Yes, I think. Yeah, and I think that song was at that time re- requested by uh, by Luba, I think, which was hopefully one of our listeners and not a random person. But I love that song as well, so I was super happy that she sang it and she sang it beautifully. And uh, yeah, what a fantastic memory! Yeah, yeah. And we hope to have Sina here for another program in some time. We do because, guys, I don't know if you know, that's kind of one of those interesting things. Episode with Sina is head to head with episode called What is Love? Where we actually played Hadaway, What is Love? As the number one most listened episode of all times in You've Got Five Options. So basically, we have the podcast statistics, of course. We don't know how many of you are listening to us live on the radio. But podcast-wise, uh, that is the episode that is uh, always like they are competing. Like every week, one of those episodes is is at the top. So Sina had to make a, quite an impression if people are listening. Yes. Yeah. And now the time has come to smoothly transition into the challenge of the week. Ooh. 
And the challenge today actually comes from uh, the conversation I've had with Sina. Okay. Because we were uh, discussing about the show. Mm-hmm. And then we spoke about the challenge of the week. And Sina has shared a challenge with me that is also relevant for me. Okay, because I thought that your challenge of the week will be what to do when your guest cannot come in the last moment and you are leading the show. And your co-host is trapped <laughs> in a train going Ooh, in another direction. And yes. and yep. That could be a good challenge. Luckily, yeah. I didn't have to completely check how it feels. But let's talk about blocked creativity, because I think that this is a challenge that many people are facing mm-hmm. at some point in their life. So here comes the description of the challenge. I feel blocked when it comes to creativity. A person could be compared to a faucet and creativity to water. How easily and naturally can the water flow through the faucet? Right now, it feels like there are just some drops leaking from the faucet every now and again. And I feel the longing to open the faucet fully and let the water flow. But I feel blocked and I don't know how to do that. There are also so many different things I could do. How do I choose the right one? How do I unblock my creativity? Yauza. 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 And so, how proper. There is so much rain outside. Yeah. Leaking, yeah. drops. Yeah. So Sina has shared with us that she'd like to fully, entirely open that faucet. Mm-hmm. And I know exactly what she means. I mean, you could hear her. She sings so beautifully. Mm-hmm. She's also uh, very much into poetry. Actually, today she was supposed to read uh, an amazing poem to us uh, as an artist of the week. She uh, she can also draw and paint. She is artistically very creative. And mm-hmm. in general, she's a very creative person. So I can also understand that sometimes it can be overwhelming. And I know certain creative people sitting next to me who also find themselves uh, in a overflow of ideas yeah, if and I would, options. If I would compare myself to that faucet, I'm overleaking constantly. The so. inspiration, right? Yeah. The inspiration, yeah. Sure. yeah. Because that's actually something, the inspiration and creativity we will park for mm-hmm. now. And we will look into actually talking about those creativity blocks. Mm-hmm. Because like in the old times, I have decided to prepare five options. Mm-hmm. For that, And it was actually quite good for me because, as I mentioned, I also have been experiencing uh, creativity blocks for myself. So I have uh, prepared five different types of blocks to look into mm-hmm. in order to unblock yourself. So the first one is mental blocks. Mm-hmm. So basically what it's all about is listening to what your inner voice telling you about uh, creativity. Are you being kind to yourself? Are you being supportive towards your creativity? Or are you telling yourself, oh, I can't do it. I don't have time for it. I'm too tired. I'm no good. You know, like listening to what it is that you are actually saying to yourself in mm-hmm. your own head. Because sometimes, the, especially the perfectionism, can be quite rough. <laughs> that yeah. voice of a perfectionist can be quite rough. Mm-hmm. There can, there could potentially have been some incidents before where our creativity was not met in a way that we would like it to be met. So we have that message of we are not good enough in what we are doing. Meaning like doing something and there is no audience for it and you feel like shit. 
that could be one thing, but it could be that someone actually told you that you suck. So one thing is that maybe there is no audience, but someone could have actually tell you that you're really poor in what you're doing. You know, what you're doing has no value, you know, like. Just, just a curiosity question. Did you ever get got a feedback like this from anyone? I have had people like seriously laughing at what I have written. <laughs> you Are may you have been your, your part. <laughs> Marta, you. your poetry is on a completely different level. That's a stand-up comedy. That's not poetry. Yeah, but it was not supposed to be stand-up comedy. And if you are like sharing your heart and people are laughing at it, that can be pretty rough when you're a teenager. Okay. Disclaimer, no. we were 15 at yes. that time. So yes. just, just, to, just to let you know. Yeah. Yes. However, it's important to find out what it is that your mental level is about your own creativity. What's mm -hmm. your inner voice telling you? Because there might be some quite powerful limiting beliefs around it. Mm -hmm. It could be, for example, you know, I can't live out of my passion. You know, that's not something I can do for a living. So why bother? You know, there mm -hmm. can be like a lot of limiting beliefs, like you cannot make it as an artist or um, some other things that we will touch upon. Uh, artists need to suffer. So mm -hmm. there could be quite a lot of limiting beliefs to look into. I think uh, the, the interesting one that you mentioned is that I cannot make money out of my passion anyway, so I bother. That's a very yeah. interesting one. Yeah, well, it could be very different things mm -hmm. for very different people. Yes. And on basically the solution here is that you need to work through your limiting beliefs. That's basically something. So if you find that you run a lot of limiting beliefs, that you are unkind to yourself the way you talk to yourself, that could be that thing that is blocking you. And a solution here could be working through your limiting beliefs, mm -hmm. working through that mental level. The second possible block is emotional block. Mm -hmm. And this is about your feelings around creativity. And here very often we talk about fear. Mm -hmm. Many very creative people, they are not even uh, afraid of failure. They are actually afraid of success because they are internally, internally so aware of their potential mm -hmm. that being able to actually display that potential to other people is so freaking scary because it's like showing your soul and you, you know about your potential But it scares the shit, shit out, of, out of you. How will the world react to it? So it could be fear of failure for some. It could be actually fear of success. I didn't even know that there could be something like fear of success until yeah. a couple of, couple of years ago. But Marta, you were telling me about the fear of success. And, you know, I couldn't really grasp it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what the hell, why fear of success. But now... Just now, I had an epiphany at the old times, would call it revelation. Actually, you are right. If you are, I don't know, publishing something, be it a music, piece of art, whatever that is, and you will become an overnight success. And then actually you are just there like bare naked in front of all the audience and people can either you know, make mean comments or you can attract all kinds of reactions. Now I got it. Thank you. Ta-da. Ta-da. Yes. Man, I got it now what the fear of success is. <gasps> yes. Yes, so, exactly. Dennis, so right? that's some of uh, fears, you know, mm -hmm. failure, success, fear of the unknown. That's another thing yeah. that scares many people uh, extremely. But there could be a lot of painful emotions mm -hmm. around our creativity. So 
There's a lot of it. So how do you actually solve it? So the solution here is to face and acknowledge your emotions mm -hmm. and learn how to let them go. We have had it in some programs already before, so I will no, not deep dive into it also because the time is running. So I'm going go <laughs> go to go uh, to the next block, which is actually physical block. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we actually don't have this physical space for our creativity. We actually don't make space for it. Mm -hmm. And every time we actually have some inspiration and we could actually do something about it, it feels like, oh, but I don't even have where to do it. I am a painter and I don't have my corner. I don't have my paintings ready. So it's like another excuse, right? Yeah. Uh, for instance, uh, I would tell you, you can do everything everywhere. I did the widget for voice recording in Leuven. So, yeah. Yeah, but that could be one of the things, depending what kind of creativity you want to do. Yeah. You might need some specific tools. You might need some specific arrangements, specific space. So actually preparing that space up front and having it ready mm -hmm. right away for you can help you on the spot mm -hmm. with those maybe not so extremely strong blocks. The next one is relationship blocks. Mm -hmm. And when I talk about relationships, I mean all sorts of types of relationships. Relationship with yourself, relationship with your parents, relationship with your partner, relationship with people around you. If you don't have the support mm -hmm. that you need, if you are in a <laughs> creativity block, which is a suffering. If you're a very creative person and you have no way to express yourself right now, and you don't have a support, it can be really right. difficult for a creative person. And like lacking support is one thing, but we can actually have people around us still trashing us in some way or trashing our dreams in some way. Meaning, you know, artists, they can never, they are no good, you know, they, they can never make a living out of it. You know, people around us can still be putting us down yeah, in relationship completely. to it. So it's very, very important here to surround yourself with supportive people and creative people. First mm -hmm. of all, you can get inspired from other uh, creative people. Mm -hmm. And second of all, it's really important to have that support mm -hmm. because we can do a lot ourselves. But when we are in suffering, that support is extremely important. Yeah, I, when I when you just mentioned that, I'm sorry that I'm like that kind of, you know, useful idiot all the time breaking in through your wisdom. But I was just thinking about my coming back to the radio uh, after giving birth to my little baby daughter. And if my partner wouldn't be supportive of me coming here for various reasons. Some fathers are not able to stay with a little baby for many hours because they have this fear that they are going to kill the baby uh, or whatsoever, then I wouldn't be able to come here. That would be a relationship block, mm. definitely. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, uh, but uh, as you said, I think it's super important to surround yourself with creative people and supportive people. But sometimes it can be a little bit deeper than that if you are stuck in a, in a family or in a relationship with a person that literally blocks you and yeah. doesn't support you uh, 
you know, doesn't support your creative endeavors because, you know, we have more important things to do than, I don't know, you doing this or that. Mm, so that that's, that's a very uh, big block, I, I, yeah. I think. So first of all, you know, you need to look into your relationships with especially mm -hmm. family. That's mm -hmm. very often where yeah. a lot of issues come. Of course, looking into that and seeing how can you limit their influence on you and additionally then surrounding yourself with people mm -hmm. who can actually provide you that. Mm -hmm. And then the last uh, thing that I wanted to mention is around being overwhelmed mm -hmm. and lacking clarity. So sometimes we put so many things on our plate. Sometimes we... Uh, engage ourselves with so many different things mm -hmm. that we actually feel so overwhelmed that we don't actually know anymore what it is that I am supposed to be doing <laughs> with my creativity. I might or may not know a person like this. <laughs> yes. So basically here the solution is to uh, cut down on activities. Mm -hmm. So simplify. You really, if you feel overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. If you feel there is too much, too many things, too many ideas, what you need is simplicity. And there is always something you can cut down on. Always. So you can look into different activities, which are not the ones. So you look at the activities that give you energy. That's the first one you look at. And that's the ones you want to keep because mm -hmm. they are actually charging your batteries. But there are activities which are draining you out of energy. Mm -hmm. And you look into Can't I really uh, cut out any of those? Isn't it possible? Mm -hmm. So basically that was my take on blocked creativity. Mm -hmm. And while working through it, I have actually helped myself already. And I could be, I could start creating actually. So right now, of course, we don't have much time Uh, in the show in the past we would be solving a challenge in two episodes or two half an hour or the full one hour yeah. right now we only have this limited time but if you would if you feel yourself you actually have some of those mental emotional strong blocks and you need help with it I can help you I am mm -hmm. a mindset coach so if you are feeling yourself stuck completely utterly stuck procrastinating and not being able to get yourself out of that stack and you would like to be resourceful and start creating, drop me a message. You can even record it on the5options.com. Very well, Marta. Very well already using our new functionalities on website. Mm -hmm. Yes. And now that uh, I have said it out loud, now is the time to go into the next part of the show. Let's do it. Say what? Boo, 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 boo. It's bullshit. It's bullshit of the week. Bullshit. Yes, bullshit time. And bullshit today also came from Sina. So Sina, even though you are not here with us, we are doing a lot of the things that we were supposed to be doing together with you. And for that part, I will really want to hear your opinion, Anna, but also your opinion, Dennis. Okay. So the bullshit that Sina has shared with me is... You have to suffer to be a real artist. So it has to be a struggle and you have to suffer in many ways. For example, financial suffering, emotional suffering. There is like a lot of this romanticism around many artists. And there is a lot of stuff around alcohol and drugs. So, guys, is this truth or is it bullshit? Let's hear from Dennis first. I think it can be both. 
I, I mean, I don't think you have to suffer to be a great artist. But I think if you have suffered, you have more to write about or create from. So mm. I think it's it's either end. Okay, Anna? Well, I have to say that this is something I... Uh, the, the fact that you need to suffer in order to create, this is something I believed in for a very long time. And that is because when I was suffering, I was producing my best writing pieces. Uh, because in my case, uh, writing is not only a passion, but it's also an activity or, or something that I do to go through some stuff. It helps me. It's kind of cathartic. I think many people can uh, can see similarities here. So I was convinced that in order to, uh, to create something uh, valuable uh, writing-wise, I need to suffer. Uh, but I think over the years I realized that was bullshit. Uh, yes, I agree. Suffering enriches you somehow. You know, it gives you a new perspective, new experience, but also gives you a relief. If you are an artistic person, then this is how you will, uh, this, this will be your outlet to basically like just pour it out from you and uh, be it anger or sadness or depression or, or whatsoever. But I think that um, if that would be the case, then we would have only suffering artists around. And I don't believe that's true. And actually now when I when I write, um, I don't suffer out of anything. And I am still capable of producing things, you know. So I know that that was my uh, bias. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting limiting belief that mm -hmm. you have to suffer to be an artist. Yeah. yeah. So I think that some people who grow with this kind of belief, they can either uh, not go into their artistic career because they mm -hmm. are afraid of suffering or they could be attracting situations into their life where they can suffer so that they can create. Mm -hmm. So, of course, suffering happens to us in life. Mm -hmm. It does happen to us in life. And then it's great to use our creativity, the art and so on in order to get to to express ourselves, to mm -hmm. express those that suffering, those emotions and so on. However, walking around with the belief that you have to suffer as an artist, yeah. that's uh, that's quite rough. Yeah, you can just have a very shitty, full of suffering life and be an artist that no, come on, guys. Let's let yeah. Uh, I would just like to say that uh, I was witnessing exactly this discussion. I think two years ago, one year ago. Jesus, I'm getting old. If time flies for me like this, right? Um, and uh, that was between my uh, life partner, aka the guy who stays home with the child, aka Dave, and his mom. They were actually arguing about some Chilean poets, and the mom was claiming that you have to go through some real suffering in order to produce touching poetry or or touching art. And he was totally. Uh, in opposition because he's actually is a musician and he said that uh, for me that's not the case I don't need to suffer to create so uh, I saw that live in Spanish language understanding barely nothing um, very surprised I was by this you know I would suspect other type of conversations so yeah it's a topic that people discuss it's a topic that people discuss yep. so we deem it as a bullshit when it comes you have to Yes. And the truth is you might be mm -hmm. a suffering art artist or... With that, we can agree, right, Denise? Yeah, yeah. like you said, you, you gain perspective from knowing more sides of life. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. That might make you better, but do you need it? And I, so. I will ask you, Dennis, did you ever wrote a song or played music in order to get rid of some negative emotions? I did, I did. And, and mm -hmm. I was thinking right now that probably some of the best things that I ever write musically mm -hmm. was done in a state of mind that was it was not a happy place. Mm -hmm. So I, it was an outlet to yeah. write something. Mm -hmm. What about no. that place where you are like really inspired and really connected? When you are going out there and there's an amazing audience and they are really vibing together with you. Wouldn't be there some beautiful moments of, you know. Yes, yes, definitely. And you feed off the energy. Of mm -hmm. course, you, but uh, yeah, to return to being inspired and, and using an outlet, I remember one specific time when a close relative died and I went into the studio with a good friend and lead singer and I asked him, I, I told him pretty much, we need to write a song projecting this certain feeling. And mm -hmm. we wrote one of our, in my opinion, best songs because mm -hmm. he came with an idea and I worked on it and... It came out of a certain feeling yeah. that was not a happy place. No. Yeah. The, the thing, I, I absolutely think that that, that is the reality, mm -hmm. that when we are in an emotion mm -hmm. and we can project that authenticity yeah. to people, it's just that I'm looking for examples where we can also do it in a positive emotion. When you are inspired, when you feel purposeful, when you are joyful. Mm, I, I will give you an example. The, the way I, I create... Uh, recently, I have updated and redesigned my uh, website. Uh, sorry for my ing sorry for my language .com, by the way, if you would like to visit. And uh, I was I'm, I'm not going through any emotional uh, struggle at this moment. You know, I I don't suffer. I'm not heartbroken. Everything is okay. And what inspired me to do it is that I thought I want to create this place and I want to write pieces that I would like to find on the internet myself. So basically, I create what I miss in my life. And it has nothing to do with suffering. It has something to do with me uh, wanting to have a special place. Even if no one reads it, it's my place. And, you know, it's my party and I cry if I want to. Mm. So basically... Um, that inspired me, you know, how I would like a, a perfect website uh, look like, how I would like um, this uh, to, to be exposed, how, what kind of pieces of writing I would like to read. And I do exactly that. So actually, an ability to create a, a, a whole different world that is not there. That is inspiring for me. So I hope that answers your question a little bit. Yes, it does. I just wanted to see, see both examples mm -hmm. because in my opinion, both are true and both mm -hmm. are possible. Yeah. Okay, let's go for some wisdom. Hmm. A super wise wisdom of the week. Yes, we are still. <laughs> yes, yes, wisdom of the week. Yes, yes, we confirm. I'm a yes, person today. Yes. Yes so person. today um, we are staying with creativity when it comes to <gasps> wisdom. <Damn> it. <laughs> yes, 
and really yes person. Okay. Yes, I I think your husband is very happy. <laughs> Man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was no. <laughs> I'll treat it with that silence. was that was no. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry for my language. .com, by the way, if you would like to visit. You definitely should. It's hilarious. It's wise. It's always entertaining. That's the slogan I made for as my a website. Comment, yes. As a comment for my for writing website. Yes. yes. Okay. So now I have a little quote. Every child is an artist. The problem is staying an artist when you grow up. And that's a guy you might have heard about, Pablo Mate. Picasso. Ah, yes, I've heard about him. <laughs> I met him on a train two weeks ago. He yeah. was going to Leuven. <laughs> and he told me about this place, and that's how he programmed me to go there. Yes, I'm mm. sure about that. Yeah. So what do you think about it? Mm, I think we actually were discussing similar topics already on the radio. I remember when you were giving us couple of examples. Uh, one example was uh, that many times when we are growing older, we are coming back to those passions or things we were doing when we were kids. And then the question was, so what exactly happens on a way from a little child that, for instance, loves to paint, sing, play soccer, suddenly you become a teenager and you go into university and you study construction management, right? And then we were talking about the fact that many times Within the age, society, parents, family, everything around us is putting some kind of a barriers around that creativity, around who we really are. And, okay, that's not proper. This I shouldn't do. This will not make sense. And so I think that this, this, has, uh, th this has a lot of wisdom in it, that, that quote. What about you? What about your opinion, Dennis? Uh, I agree. It, it reminded me of... Um a meme or something I saw on Facebook the other day where all children are dancers until we teach them to sit still. So mm -hmm. that art is the default. And, and you, you paint, you dance, you sing, you do all of these art forms before you are taught how to sit still, before you're taught to conform to these lines that society gives us. So mm -hmm. I do believe that it is the default. We're all born that way. Some have more talent than others. That's just genetics. But we're all artists in some way before we are taught to draw inside the lines. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that metaphor, draw inside the lines. Yeah, mm -hmm. we expect mm -hmm. we are teaching our children to draw inside the lines and then we expect and we expect the adults to be thinking outside of the box. Yeah. Yes, exactly. What a paradoxical society we are living in. I don't know why I became so... It is, it is paradoxical. You know, <laughs> yeah, I recently is. I have been um, I have been digging into my childhood again mm -hmm. because I've experienced a little bit of like I've mentioned I've had this creativity block, and I've experienced a little bit of this overwhelm and lack of clarity mm -hmm. of what exactly it is that I'm supposed to be creating. So I started to look back again into my childhood because I think that just helps me to get to know me like who I really am better and connect with my passions again. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't remember much from my very early childhood. So I wrote my mom to mm -hmm. ask her, how was I spending my time mm -hmm. when I was a child? And uh, we have already talked about it uh, on the radio before that I was doing long hours 
of recording myself on the tape recorder where I was doing like a radio, mm -hmm. which I find as an amazing thing that later when I was already 35 years old, I came back to to do the actual radio uh, podcast and so on. But my mom told me that when I was recording myself, I was doing whole theater performances. Mm -hmm. That I was using different voices, that I was making interviews and I was making, you know, like like the theatrical performances that I was spending a lot of time dancing. I was making a lot of performances. I was uh, having games with the dolls, for example, when I was playing performances and I was like, whoa, so actually I was an artist. All those things that my mom has described that I was doing as a child are actually artistic mm -hmm. things. And then I remember myself from teenager times where I my very, very strong belief was I have no talents, no art of form whatsoever yeah. is connected to me. Mm -hmm. Like I am completely uh, not I actually had this belief for a long time that I'm not creative. Mm -hmm. So then I look back and my mom just told me, like, you were doing this and you were doing that. And you were like, she named so many different things. And I was like, how is that possible that I could do all those things as a child happily? Then I go into teenager years and I come out as an adult thinking I am not creative thinking that I have no talents whatsoever. Luckily, that's not the case anymore. I have worked through it uh, in the last uh, few years. But I was just thinking about it, that this is so true in my own story. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I didn't even remember that anymore. Well, I thought that you will tell us uh, other stories from your childhood, because I think, Marta, you were super creative and you actually had the potential to be a evil villain, uh, because I know that there was something about stealing some corn from the field and telling some people something about a dog. Well, I must say that definitely that those stories were the stories that I did remember about myself. Uh, one very big uh, so to speak, characteristic that I've had as a child was being very adventurous. Mm -hmm. So my parents had a little bit of a trouble because I could disappear for a whole day because I thought it's proper for a four or five year old child to go alone a few kilometers away and bathe in the um, lake or that I could just uh, go with a 15 year old friend and steal some corn a few kilometers away from the place where we were living or many different things. Also mm. uh, having some people thinking that my dog is not smart enough and wanting to prove them wrong, asking the dog to kill an animal, a, a duck. I remember, I think it was a duck or a chicken. Did the dog kill the duck? Yes. And um, I told you, evil, <laughs> evil villain in the making. She yes. actually made her dog to kill the duck. I am a very good person now. I don't even eat meat. So yeah, that's because of the duck in, <laughs> that's a, in a childhood. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's probably that's probably why. Yes. Uh, however, you can find a lot of interesting things in your childhood definitely. and definitely being adventurous, not being afraid. Mm -hmm. Going for what I thought was a good idea was definitely how I was. And then I grow up to be an adult that is extremely uh, terrified of quitting my full time job mm -hmm. because I, I started to have a passion that I would like to work with people, start helping people directly. And I was terrified for a few years of quitting my job as a child. I would just go for it. Wouldn't even think about it. Maybe mm -hmm. it would be good if I thought about some things. <laughs> Uh, however, I was yeah. adventurous. I was going after my desires. I was very courageous mm -hmm. as a child and I needed to find it back. And yeah. I did find my courage and I did quit my job uh, like some of you uh, who are listening to us already know. 
So a lot of interesting information. I think we can find so much in mm-hmm. our childhoods. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Danis, any incidents of killing or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, asking uh, other animals to kill animals or uh, cr- something crazy no, no, in this? No, I was sitting on the floor as soon as I found out to connect two tape recorders with a CD player and making my own radio shows. You were? <laughs> okay, that's awesome. I can't remember how old I was, but I don't know, 10 or something. Okay. From connecting, I remember when I was three and I put my fingers to the to the electricity socket. That I remember. That's my very first memory. Not really creative. I think maybe curiosity. I still have a curious mind. Yeah, but I, I was writing since I learned how to write. Uh, that, w- that was normal for me. I could write stories and stories and my poor literature teachers had to read it and read it. But uh, yeah. That that is something that I was doing from the very beginning, and I had a lot of crazy ideas. Yeah, mm. but being an adult and still writing so much—that's mm-hmm. quite a challenge, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, finding the time, the space, allowing Ooh. yourself—you know—all these different things like procrastination, fear, um, busyness, overwhelm—you know—all those things—they start to Hello, kick in. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I came to talk to you again. Marta, are you trying to depress me? No. No. Yes, yes. Well, in the next part of our show, we will see that that's not such a big issue anymore. Yeah, be- before we will get there, because we, we are actually very good with time today, I would just like to say that I remember now very clearly one thing, Marta, when we are talking about creativity blockages, and you said that there are, you know, those emotional blockages, fear of failure, fear of success and you know uh, maybe afraid to go out there because people will judge you do you know who killed my singing career (laughs) some guy in your primary school uh, some boy you were telling the story yeah I was actually at the music class singing at the piano because at that point I thought I can sing and I was doing it quite well and then my uh, piano teacher the music teacher who was finished accompanying me he was like wow you have a very very nice voice are you singing in any choir and then there was the boy who apparently liked me and he was like yeah (laughs) funeral choir (laughs) and I got so red And I got so like, okay, I will never sing again. And now when I sing, I have a feeling that Marta doesn't think that my talent is there. I also have a feeling that my boyfriend thinks that I am not very good at singing because he said, everyone can sing with a lot of work. And I'm like, okay, so what the hell does it mean? So now I start to doubt if I ever had any talent, maybe when I was little. But yeah, things like this one remark can literally like... make a lot of harm, especially when you are young, when you are a kid, you know. Funeral choir. Michał Kuklewicz, I remember (laughs) your surname. If you are listening, I will never forgive you that. That's not good for you, Anna. I forgave you, Michał. (laughs) I forgave you. But I remember your surname. I know where you are on Facebook. Hmm? Interesting fact, guys. Uh, Anna has been trying to sneak that story into our podcasts forever. And every time she was doing that, I was cutting her out. Because for a very long time, I was the one editing the, uh, the podcasts. And I was cutting it out consistently. But now we are live and she knew that there is nothing I can do about it. So she had to bring that story. I would say it's a coincidence. 
uh, but is it? Yes, but exactly, Marta. There is like a whole footage. We can make a whole episode with my cut-out story about the funeral choir. And there you have it. It's here. Yes. Okay, guys, let's go for the last part of the show. Yes. G. From the left field. Wow. Yeah, that's a very beautiful uh, intro to the segment that we are going to look into now. And for that part, I have a surprise for Anna. She actually, actually also for Dennis, but for Dennis, most of the things are a surprise here. <laughs> <laughs> but he's surprisingly, surprisingly, our surprises are not so surprising because only one time I said something on air that he didn't know about. So it's like he's mentally preparing for anything we can say here. And that's really disturbing, Dennis, because I want you to be surprised as well. I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so right now what I have prepared is actually a throwback Mm. to one of those shows where we were discussing creativity. Jesus Christ. And I wanted, I, as I told you at some point, I wanted to look a little bit into creativity and inspiration, but we have actually talked about it before. Yeah. So I thought, why not uh, look on what that actually was and then uh, some other comments that I hope we can discuss. Let's, uh, let's roll do you think personally that there is a difference between inspiration and creativity? Inspiration is something that comes to you. And actually, I think inspiration is an ability to uh, come up with uh, ideas that maybe are a little bit out of the box. And very true, when you have a sparkle of inspiration, then you can create something out of it. But I think that many people are perceiving creativity as something very artistic. You know, I'm creative person, so I'm a painter, writer, singer or whatsoever. Actually, you can be creative in any area of your life. You can even be creative in organizing, I don't know, plates in a kitchen. You can have a creative solution for that. Yes. So hmm. I was thinking, because that was one of the big challenges that I had in my adult life, thinking that I'm not creative because mm -hmm. I didn't recognize any artistic skills and actually finding that you can be creative in so many different ways. It is. It was kind of like breaking news for me. <laughs> Well, first of all, I would like to say, Marta, that I feel quite uncomfortable now that you possess our entire library. So you can surprise me like this every single time because I don't have those files. Second of all, wow, I don't remember I even said that. And it was something that that yeah. you were. So first of all, you can have it all, uh, my dear. You can just download our uh, I know, I know. Uh, our podcasts. I know. Uh, and actually, I needed to download this one. Because you it did? was our, we ha used to have an intern, Ola. Hello, Ola. Greetings here from yes. You've Got Five Options. Uh, she was actually the one editing those mm -hmm. files. So uh, I had to download it, actually. It comes from our uh, episode 28, mm -hmm. which we had uh, about uh, for Paul. A.K.A. <laughs> Lucifer. Yes, that was Lucifer. <laughs> Mind-blowing yes. Lucifer. Yes. Yes. And... Uh, I, A.K.A. actually Anthony, who was there yeah. on another show. And yeah. who, who will we have something on the next show about again? Yes, Anthony yes. is a friend of the show. Yes. So if I thought, he likes it or not. <laughs> so I just dig that uh, out. I listened to that show to see what were we discussing about mm -hmm. at that point. 
And I just thought that it's very important to remind to all of us because that can also be a block yeah. for many people that I am not artistic. Yeah. I'm not a big artist. I can't paint beautifully or I can't uh, sing beautifully. Therefore, I'm not creative. Mm -hmm. And also very important remark, uh, those comparing yourself to other people who are doing mm -hmm. it better. That can yeah. be a very strong block oh, yeah. as well, the mental block. Uh, I might not have mentioned that before. That's why I'm mentioning it. But I just wanted to bring it in just to bring a perspective on it. And mm -hmm. now I would like to bring something, some comments on our creativity challenges that time. And mm -hmm. I want to see if they are still true. It's awesome. It's awesome when you have that inspiration and you just sit down and produce. But it's very rarely. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, it's about actually sitting down and giving yourself a chance to create. And this is this is amazing because I have it a little bit different, Marta, because actually I am inspired constantly. Like I have ideas every day for articles, for books, uh, for weird uh, concepts. Uh, it's like inspiration strikes me from every single direction. I have a problem with creativity. For instance, Marta, you are way better at just sitting and creating stuff, even if maybe, as you say, you have less of those inspiration strikes. I have a lot of them. I have a lot of notes, things that I'm just noting down. I have a problem with creating. So it's really interesting. This is where I see the difference. Sweet Jesus, Mother of God. Guys, sometimes when I hear myself on older podcasts, I sound like such a bragging idiot. Inspiration <laughs> strikes me from everywhere. But, <laughs> this like is, but this is so true. Anna, this is so true. Well, it is true, but you know, it sounds somehow very braggy. No. And I think that some of our listeners are thinking, Jesus Christ, it's that woman that uh, is struck by inspiration. No, it's like I, when I heard it, oh, my, my ears almost fainted, I have to say. My ears almost fainted. Okay, that's an interesting <laughs> remark. Uh, because yes. I'm you so see, You see how, how inspired. <laughs> how inspired Anna is. Yeah. I have always seen you this way. I have always yeah. seen you as an amazingly inspired and very creative person. Uh, however, why I brought it up mm -hmm. was because I found it very interesting. As I was preparing for that show, uh, I was feeling myself creatively blocked. Mm -hmm. I actually spent a while without actually sitting down and creating, which we in that show discussed that I am really good with just sitting down and creating. And you were talking about how much inspiration you have, but mm -hmm. you struggle with creativity. And you are now actually creating every day, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I am. I am uh, not 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 my area of, of expertise at all. I'm drawing, by the way, guys, I don't know if you heard about Inktober. Dennis? Oh, my God, yes. I thought that you will give us snow and I will surprise you again. It's a challenge for actually people who can draw, but also amateurs can join. And every day throughout October, you have to make one ink drawing. And I am going now for illustration classes with uh, my older daughter. And uh, our teacher told us about this uh, challenge. And I was like, yeah. I will do it, but because the quality of the drawings will be so poor, I will also write a little story to each of the drawings. How it ended up, I am making a drawing every day. So everyone on Instagram, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> because I know how they look like, but I am not uh, keeping up with writing. So guys, the stories will come. I wrote three stories so far, you know, with a little baby and the radio and we've been to TEDx. Why we didn't say anything? Uh, I think we have said that we are going. Now we can say we have been to TEDx and awesome shows are coming along. Yeah, they are coming along. But I am unable to produce the story to each drawing, but the drawing every day is produced. It's on Instagram. I will not give you my Instagram handle because I don't want to. I'm, I have a fear of success. <laughs> or rather failure. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, but I am uh, doing something every day and uh, it is extremely difficult with a little baby, but if you will make a bet with yourself that, okay, this is a challenge and I will just try to push through it, then actually you can create every day, yeah. So I just found it very, very interesting how life works yeah. and how, you know, how those things can change. Mm -hmm. So I that's because I was listening to that podcast. So I thought it would be an interesting thing to show how things can change in life and how you can actually overcome your own limitations. Mm -hmm. And you can actually start doing what used to be a block for yeah. you. Mm -hmm. So just as a small inspiration and f and I have the last uh, thing to share with you yeah. from that episode. But if you have that vision, if you know where you're going, then you can actually get that motivation from within, even if you're tired. And that ties up to what Marta mentioned. When I feel tired and I get the challenge and I know someone is waiting for the solution, I am sitting and I'm starting to create because you have overreaching purpose. And that purpose, Marta, I think is connected with uh, some sort of vision of you helping people. That that, that would be your purpose. Yeah, so. yeah, that was one of your uh, tips mm -hmm. for Paul, well, Lucifer, well, Anthony, <laughs> on Anthony. how to become creative again, mm -hmm. to have a vision of yourself. Mm -hmm. And you were tying very closely vision and purpose. Mm -hmm. So I'm very curious, how is your view on that right now? On vision and purpose? Mm -hmm. You have now, uh, you are now capable of creating again mm -hmm. every day. Yeah. Do you have like a certain vision or, or purpose that is helping you through my, that? My, of course, my vision is that I will become a best-selling author and I will send my screenplay to Netflix and I will get a lot of millions. Hello, Netflix. Um, there was a gap between my vision and between what I was actually doing. And I think after years and years of, of excuses and different uh, attempts, I have just decided to bet with myself that I will start to build those small blocks of writing. And that is a block each day to build that vision in a, in a future. Yeah. Yeah. Because the next uh, step in that challenge was actually to also have some goals and be taking action mm. when it came to creativity. So I was just very curious on how was your yeah. view on this one? I think, yeah, I think having a vision is one thing mm -hmm. and it helps. I think having a purpose is mm -hmm. even more powerful mm -hmm. because I realized that we were able to produce a lot when people were waiting for our ch solved challenges yeah. when we thought we were helping people. But then I believe that we are out of time. So thank you. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. We will hear each other next Friday. You are listening to You've Got Five Options radio show 
where we hopefully convinced you that five indeed is a magic number. To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like, visit our website, the5options.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will come for more. That's all, folks! <laughs>